Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? And the reason I say who, me, is because so many of us want to deny that we're aging, and um, and it's we, do, we want to deny it because it's an identity as an aging individual that we actually don't know how to do. Uh, but the truth is, I don't know, I don't know if I ever knew how to do <laughs> to me <laughs> for the longest period of time. When I was a kid and I had eight brothers and sisters, I was always looking to them to see how to do me. And so I did my best to emulate, you know, each one differently. And then when I was in my uh, teens, I was looking to what was in Cosmopolitan or Seventeen magazine or what was um, the latest this or that or who I should want for my boyfriend and all of those things that I, because I didn't know how to be me, I didn't know how to do me. And the same with, you know, I was raised with Donna Reed and um, the Nelsons and all kinds of, you know, Father Knows Best. And so I looked to that as, you know, the the point of life was to get married, have kids, and basically live that life until I died. And um, as I stepped into that when I was almost 21 and had children really early, I, I didn't, I did what I did, but I didn't know how to be me in that until... I just, what <laughs> what kept showing up for me is all of the things that I was unhappy with. And the what I was unhappy with were all the things that I was doing that wasn't me, if you will. Uh, what I did well and what I loved doing was being a mom. And that made me really, really happy. Uh, and But there was a point where divorce was just what needed to happen for everybody. Um, and so that's what happened. And there's more to come about that story. You've heard some of it before. Um, but at that point of divorce, it became uh, an, um, that search for self, if you will, is um, that life of Donna Reed and the Nelsons and all, uh, that that wasn't my life at the moment. And I had to figure out how to do me. So part of the process was uh, going back to school. Um, I had been working with a therapist uh, in the last uh last vestiges of my marriage. And um, I was really loving the process. And I thought, this is really what I want to do is, is learn how to help people through these hard, 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 hard times of self-discovery and making choices that are just sometimes the worst of the worst decisions that that have to be made in life. And, um, and so I trained myself to be a therapist and went to school and, and had some brilliant, beautiful, wonderful teachers that helped me through that process. But in order to be a good therapist, and a good coach, a good spiritual guide, you have to know who you are, I have to, I have to know who, who I was so that I could be um, present to people and encourage them to be themselves and make the choices that were in their highest good because that was what they wanted, not because the therapist said it should it should be that way or somebody else said it should be that way. So that was in really the beginning, more of the beginning. It's always a beginning, but that was another beginning of finding out or discovering and exploring and practicing being me. And uh, lo and behold, 67 years of that, and here I am, and um, having these conversations with you about how to be you in in your aging process. Uh, I was uh, I was interviewed uh, last week 
by a fellow named Mark Turnbull. He's He has a radio show that's called Aging in Portland. And so we had a really interesting conversation. And that place of aging begins, we were both saying how, when I asked him, like, when did you start thinking about gray hairs and all and you know, the, the, the indications of aging. And he said, probably when I was in, tw- in my 20s. So it's like, yeah, aging starts, the process of aging starts when we begin to go, oh, yeah, this is going to take me into a decline and a decline of, of you know, erections, uh, decline in, um, you know, mental capacities, decline in financial gains, all of those places that will inevitably come to a to an end and so we begin that process thinking early 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 and many of us say okay I got to start working on my retirement so that when I get to that part of my life I don't have to worry about anything so we begin this aging process way 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 early and that's why I you know invite everyone to these podcasts not just people who are in their 50s 60s 70s or 80s or 90s but people in their 20s and 30s to go wow I got to think about this in terms of who I am now. Who am I now? And how how do I allow myself to be me in this process? Um, I had some clients this week who asked that question. How how am I supposed to be me in this relationship with, you know, this partner that is not making me happy or my, my child who's having... Um, Uh, substance abuse issues. How am I supposed to be me in this? Shouldn't I be what I'm supposed to be? Shouldn't I be what they need me to be? And these are big questions. And especially when we're aging, we're so used to being afraid of being ourselves and allowing ourselves the truth of ourselves that we we just don't even know how to do it. We don't even know where to begin. And because our reality, our consensus reality, the, if you just look out and go, oh, here's the world, here's what it looks like, most of the time it's going to not let you be you and have your way unless you're willing to really be present to it in a way with such conviction and compassion for yourself and others that you make that happen. I um, refer to Kelly Turner's book, uh, radical remissions quite often. It's about uh, people who've, uh, in, a, in a sense, in true sense, cured themselves of cancer. And um, there's nine things that everyone who has gone through radical remissions and have has cured themselves, there's nine things that people do. And one of those things is they take back their power and say, here's what's true for me. Here's what I want. Here's what I need. Here's what I'm going to do for me. Here's what I'm going to hold on to as my responsibility. Now, that's a big deal when we go to, go to um, the doctors and the doctor says, here's what you need to do. Here's what you should do. Here's what other people should do. And we're so used to saying, oh, the doctor has all of the power and the wisdom and the knowing and the intelligence. I have to listen to them. And this is the same with our financial uh, experts. Uh, this is the same with our spiritual experts. Uh, with whoever we've deemed to be the experts, it's really challenging to go, no, that's not my way. That's not my way. And I want to do life for the rest of my life my way. And even in terms of um, when after reading Kelly Turner's book, and I mentioned this in previous po- a po- previous podcast, and I called my daughter and I said, hey, I want you to know that if I'm ever diagnosed with cancer, I'm not going to go that route. 
And she goes, yeah, I, I get that, Mom. I, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I was pretty sure that was the case. And she understands. She accepts that. Uh, and that's a, a big deal for um, for families is the, fa- is the individual who's aging and having their life experience. Uh, people are going to object to that, saying, no, you can't do that. That's the wrong decision. You must be too old or you must be getting senile or dementia setting and you can't make that choice. And, and people want to take our power away. And some of us say, okay, my children don't want me to do that. I won't do it. I'll do it their way. And what is left then of you in doing that? Now, it might be what's left is you feel uh, a greater sense of connection and belonging and community with them. Uh, you might feel like you've lost something or someone very dear to you, which is that relationship with yourself. You don't know until you make those choices. So quite often when I'm working with clients of whatever age and whatever situation, when they make a choice, I say, how did you make that choice? How did you come to make that choice? And what I'm looking for is the moment that they really tuned in and, and got into this, the, in touch with the inner source of their knowing. And, and they said, this is what I'm going to do. And in that moment, that is like, that is the most important moment of the whole process of making choices, whether it's about your aging, about where you're going to live, the kind of medical system you're going to work with, the kind of Medicare, all of any decision. It's like how and where from what source is that choice being made? And what I encourage is the self-empowerment to know yourself and know the truth about you, and know your willingness to stand in that truth for you. And in a sense, the earlier you can begin to exercise that knowing, then the easier it gets as you get older. And the easier it is to communicate that to your children, perhaps, or uh, other people that are, are important to you. Um, One more thing, um, Mahatma Gandhi, Gandhi, um, you know, did a lot of spiritual guidance for people. And this one woman came with her son and said, my son needs to stop eating sugar. It's not good for him. And I can't seem to get him to stop. And Gandhi said, hey, come back in three weeks. And the woman looked at him like, what? And of course, this is a story. So I'm kind of embellishing. But she came back in three weeks. And and Gandhi was like able to, to support the child in a way that got the child to, to quit sugar. And the mother said, so Gandhi, what what happened? You know, like, why did I have to wait three weeks? And he said, because I needed to get myself off sugar. I needed to do the process so that I could empower others to do it. If I don't know how it is to, to let go of something that I don't want to lose, how am I going to empower other people to make those choices? So for me, when I'm encouraging and curiosity, encouraging you to say, who are you in there? And how do you allow yourself to be the center of the expression of you? I need to practice that myself. And so in doing these podcasts, I become more and more conscious of how I need to do that and how I am doing that. And then how to articulate that in a way that makes sense and, you know, is engaging to you enough to say, okay, I'm going to look at this. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, and um, if you'd like, uh, you're welcome to 
to go to my website, theparadigmshifts.com, and see my books, other blogs, other videos. Uh, if you're interested in some coaching or coach training, just contact me at Rosie at the Paradigm Shifts. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Thank you.